Welcome to the Bourbon Library After Hours. On this podcast, Ryan and I reflect back on past episodes, give the bourbon another taste, and explore a little deeper into our family dynamic. After Hours starts now. Hey, this is After Hours. I'm Alec Bayless. And I'm Ryan Bayless. And we're the Bayless Brothers. We're the Bayless Brothers presents After Hours from the Bourbon Library. <laughs> Shaking my damn head. Hey, so we're doing kind of a unique experiment today uh, that Alec has designed. For, well, uh, for us. a lot. This is a common thing in whiskey tasting is blind tastes. For, blind tastes. Yeah, we're doing something. We're, we're, so, we're sort of doing a blind taste. We're doing a blind yeah. taste testing. Uh, uh, in this case, we have four samples sent to us out of 12 samples from longtime listener Larry. Yep. And Thanks, Larry. Uh, thank you, Larry. And uh, I don't know what these four particular samples are. In fact, I don't know any of the 12. Um, I may or may not know the distillery, but I don't know what we're actually trying today. And, and I don't know that I've ever tried any of these. Yeah, so so basically Larry sent uh, some samples to try from, from his personal collection. And what I did was I covered the labels uh, – with paper, and then I put some tape on them, and we labeled them A, B, C, and D. And we're going to do these in kind of batches of four in different episodes. And so uh, what I did was I, I I made them so you didn't know which one it was, and then I had Ryan pick out four of them. Um, so I don't know either what they are. And honestly, some of them were whiskeys that I had never tried before or heard of. Because uh, Larry's kind of in the the southwest region so he's getting some stuff that we don't even see um and then there's a few things i do know that we that are familiar to us but i don't know if it's in this batch again yeah so uh i guess this is just meant to sort of like taste four whiskeys talk about them maybe we can determine out of these four which we like and then we'll reveal what those are and if we know anything about them we'll talk about that if we don't we'll address that um, yeah, so I guess the, and, and just to mention as well, where I went to grab an ice cube, but then I realized, uh, for this blind test, I wanted to know and be able to taste every single note without water, um, without ice. Okay. Um, and so I'm drinking mine neat. Yeah. I'm doing the same exact thing. Agreed completely. Um, well, so I want to say something real quick before we before we dive fully into this. Uh, we were at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago now, and we sampled a lot of stuff. Yeah. They have like a craft whiskey area, which we tried some stuff I'd never heard of, and then of course like mm-hmm. the the, the uh, well known, uh, more established whiskey area, and tried some stuff I had I had before, um, and. I have a hard time doing like tastings in that way because it is, uh, I don't know, I find like after a while I start to like lose my pl- my sense of, of what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you feel that way? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's like too many elements at play. Like it was hot. There was a lot of people. You're kind of eating uh, the food that they have there. Which was you're, somewhat limited due to COVID, et cetera. Yeah, and, and you're... It's it, yeah, you don't have like I was like kind of thirsty some of the time. So yeah. I, and we were talking to people like so uh, I had like a little bit of social anxiety happening, which I think all these small things uh, added up can affect you really being able to taste something because I think it is like 
if you're really tasting the nuanced differences of, of whiskeys that you need to be like, have some focus and have like a, the, the cleanest palate you can have. Yeah. And like really being like, sometimes music affects the way you hear something. They were playing music and there was talk and like, there's all these things. And I think you need to create that a same space to taste over and over again. Yeah. I don't know. I find like the best way for me to experience a bourbon and really think about its taste is if I just go solo, I do one, I choose one for the evening that I haven't had. Mm-hmm. and I sip it, and I enjoy it, and maybe I have two of them, and I just sip that, and then that way I can sort of determine. I struggle with, like, doing tastings because I'm finding stuff I like about all of them usually. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for something, especially if I'm at a distillery or something. That I really want I, – I rarely have said, oh, I don't like this at a distillery because the experience itself is informing mm-hmm. uh, the way I feel. But uh, I don't – yeah, I don't know. Even when we've done our tastings of like a 12-year flight or yeah, uh, yeah, a weeded yeah. flight, I sort of like lose – I don't feel anchored in anything. Yeah, I think, I, and I think this goes back to um, I think about any whiskey. Like say you're trying um, a Maker's Mark uh, 46. Yeah. You drink it one night and mm-hmm. it tastes one way and then i think you should drink it two or three more times on different days to really get a full picture of what that one whiskey tastes like and if you actually like it or if you don't like it because yeah. it does change so much according to what you know like we've had conversations with people in the past it changes so much uh depending on what you've done that day and like the list goes on but i think you should give a whiskey like three or four tries and so when you're doing uh one taste and then changing whiskeys and doing four or five, six, I, that, yeah. that is a skill that I don't have either. Like, we both like Rare Breed. We would yeah. argue that Rare Breed is one of the better whiskeys out there. Mm-hmm. But driving to the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, yeah. we drove for eight hours or something and then got a hotel for the night. We had had fast food. We weren't eating well. Yep. Uh, we opened up a bottle of Rare Breed uh, at the hotel. And we're sipping on that, and both were like, oh, what's wrong with this? Mm-hmm. I don't know that there was something wrong with that bottle. We could try that bottle again today and maybe be like, this is amazing. Yeah. But both of us, that night, drinking out of plastic cups at a Holiday Inn Express, mm-hmm. uh, this is not sponsored, by the way, <laughs> uh, we were like, meh, doesn't really, it's not doing it. Yeah, it, it, uh, I didn't like the flavor, mm-hmm. um, but I also like, wasn't in a good, I wasn't, you know, comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, and I wasn't like super hydrated, and the plastic yeah. cups were kind of it was like dirty hotel cups. And, yeah. Um, well, let's get yeah. into this. I'm I'm curious now to try uh, A, B, C, and D unknown distilleries, and 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 I'm excited to not have any idea what they are <laughs> or who makes them. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start with A. This is A. Do you want to smell? Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a, I just smell like an apple or a cherry on the, the nose. It smelled like an apple sitting on a slice of bread. Yeah. Yeah, it's it an apple. Does, it's totally yeah. an apple sitting on a raw slice of, of white, white, bread? white bread. Like Wonder Bread? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Which is sweet. It's not like mm-hmm. yeasty or bready thing. It's, it's just like chock full of sugar. Yeah. Oh, huh. I think I actually well, know this what is, this is. It's not bad at all. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's familiar. That tastes like Jack Daniels. It's familiar for sure. Yeah. I don't know that I would go Jack. It doesn't no, have the Tennessee not, not whiskey. Not fully Jack. But I don't like, taste the charcoal. Mm, that's why I'm tasting. Really? Interesting. 
So I think I'm tasting. Like, do you get tobacco notes out of it? I don't know. It's pretty fruity. Yeah, definitely fruity. I was like, haven't had neat whiskey in like mm-hmm. since the festival, and then before that, maybe three weeks before that, which was yeah. kind of a big break. Yeah, it's a little yeasty. I still get that white bread. Maybe on the back end. Yeah, yeah. definitely. In the finish. The finish. Most definitely. Yeah, but not too much. Like it's kind of that's a good. That's good. Yeah. I like that. I would drink that. Yeah. All right, so that was A. It didn't blow my mind. No. It was good, though. Yeah. I don't know what to expect out of any of these. Yeah. So that was A. This is B. Let's try some B. Oh, yeah. B is way different. Oh, wow. Almost like like a dark maple or a honey sort of thing. Yeah, we don't know know the proofs or or anything on these. Okay. Interesting. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's just so much different. Whoa, yeah. I get like honey and and glue. <laughs> no, it's funny. I was reading uh, a friend of mine. Yeah, uh, his wife has a a, a company of a, a floral company, and they also sell perfumes and uh, or scents, I guess. And he, they all like all the employees, including my friend, wrote uh, like sort of a showcase of their favorite perfumes mm-hmm. and described why they like it. And he described. Uh, this one as like he, how he was drawn to stuff that had artificial, not artificial flavors or whatever, but artificial, like things you don't normally find in scents. You know, normally we say tobacco, maple, you know, some you know, of the like same a, stuff, flower. Yeah. He was like, he was, yeah, he's almost like glue and like other stuff. He's like drawn to those like sort of like mm. strange scents in a way. It's funny. We don't do that in obviously with stuff we drink, but mm. I mean, some people do it with uh, wine. Yeah. Yeah. Tennis balls. Yeah. This is um, bitter, honey, and like yeast. I've got a lot of that, like sourdough. Honey, yeast, and low proof. I feel like I'm sipping water here. Yeah, super low. Or at least lower proof compared to A. Mm-hmm. So. And A wasn't high proof either. This isn't something I would drink very often. No. Not a, not a huge fan of this. You have no clue what it is, right? No clue. Yeah, same. All right, a B seems, is just. It doesn't seem. It's young. honey water. It seems younger though. Yeah, it doesn't. People, yeah, low proof. It's just yeast. It's just the kind of yeast I think. I think that's what I'm learning is certain yeasts just like really stick out in a in a mash bill, uh, more so than others. It's interesting though. Like, um, I don't hate it. I don't think it's gross. I think it's it would be some people's cup of tea. Yeah, it t- tea is a good example. Yeah, it's like a honey. It tastes tea. like a honey tea. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. All right, that was Baker. B. Mm. Not Baker, <laughs> as in... Uh, Baker's a film term for B. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Huh, that was weird. All right, so A was our white bread with an apple. Yeah, B was, was a was honey good. tea. Now, this is C, Charlie. I'm not getting... Oh, um, yeah. It's hard to get something off the front of that. Oh, yeah. I get glue off the nose again. Maybe it's just the way the bottle smells. Maybe your smell. mustache smells like glue. My mustache yeah, might smell like glue. Oh, these old glue bottles we put the, <laughs> the, the whiskey in? I know. Okay, so this is C. Okay. Wow. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll have to taste it because I'm not getting much off the nose. It's not super inviting or anything. Hmm. Yeah, I get stone fruits off the nose. And uh, huh. I stand, it was spicy, maybe I stand by that glue smell a little bit. Mm. Definitely some spice. I haven't tasted it yet. Let's see. Oh, it's kind of yummy. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely a great spice in there. Uh, there's definitely some rye in that, no doubt. Yeah. 
Um, interesting. Yeah, it's the nice. other one before that tasted like it almost didn't have any rye. The yeah. B. Now, Charlie's definitely got rye in the mix. Maybe B was more... Uh, yeah, lower mm, than rye. That's kind of good. I mean, it's got it's like a sweet rye. It's still not like blowing me out of the water no. as, far as flavor goes. No, no, I think no. Maybe these are low proof. Yeah, yeah. Also, once again, yeah, I don't think there's a, that's a high proof. But I don't know. No, definitely not high proof. Mm. It would burn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a little rusty on uh, whiskey tasting, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what rusty really means anymore. <laughs> it's the experience. I've just been like, having cocktails lately. That's yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. So we're, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Mm. Now I definitely pull a rye out of that. Yeah. Not pretty bad. good, pretty bland, a little bland, a little more, the most spicy one we've had. C was spicy. Yeah. Like yeah. peppery, um, which I guess, yeah, like you said, it would be that rye. Yeah. It's okay. All right, so that was Charlie. That was our rye. So A was apple on white bread. Yep. B was honey tea. Honey tea, and C was higher rye. Yeah, that's all we can really. So, and, and a sweetness. A I would say high rye with some stone fruit. Yeah. All right. It's okay. Let's try Delta here. D. Okay. This nose is a lot more inviting. Not incredible, but it's, uh, I mean, the color too is kind of darker. It's like yeah. the darkest one. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah. What do you feel? I get yeast on the nose. Do you? Yeah. Maybe that's just the oh, first yeah, thing no. I pulled out. No, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't, couldn't get the nose on because of the sample bottle, but. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I'm afraid I probably won't like this. Oh, God. What oh, God. What that? the hell is that? Ew. Whoa. I don't know. Butterscotch on the finish? I don't want to drink anymore. It freaked me out. Yeah, that was unique for sure. I That's... admire whoever did that because they made something <laughs> really unique. But I can't. I can't drink anymore. Like butter. Almost like pure butter. Yeah, I don't called? know. It was like sweet, like a lemon ball or something. A, a lemon, lemon drop. <laughs> lemon drop. When you on your palate. I don't know. It didn't taste like whiskey. It tasted like something else for a second. Are you getting that? Yeah, I don't like that. Sorry. I'm naturally also a little nervous about being poisoned, so I feel like <laughs> it's like, no offense to Larry, of course, but it's just. No, Larry's not trying to poison. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, Larry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, huh. Don't like D. It's yeah, like, I don't um, like D. It's got a, yeah, it's, it's a lemon drop to me. I like a lemon drop, but not when I'm expecting a whiskey or a bourbon. I don't. It's so buttery. Yeah. Like butter and lemon. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good description of it, butter and lemon. So let's just go back before right. we kind of unveil this. Yeah. Um, a was our, our apple notes and our fruit forward kind of apple yeah. and white bread. B was our honey and tea kind of bitter. Real honey, low real low proof. low proof. C's our high rye kind of spice. That one yeah. gave me the most of anything, I guess. Yeah. Um, as far as like punching my tongue. Yeah. And then... <laughs> and then uh, D was a real unique flavor. Yeah. It's hard to explain. Maybe butter and lemon and oh, like a Hollandaise uh, yeah, whiskey. Yeah, Hollandaise whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is great on eggs, but I don't know if, if you want to drink it. Yeah, uh, not not after not after dinner. Well, let's reveal these. What do we got here? What's A? That was weird. Vanilla, too. Like, But in a weird way. You got a lot out of it. I think I was so freaked out by the initial flavor that I just didn't. Are right, you ready? Yeah. So A is blackened and it's 90 proof. So blackened um, 
the Metallica. Oh, right. Whiskey. This is where they they played the album Blackened while they were distilling it. I guess so. Loop. Yeah. So some of or those played some sort of Metallica huh. tracks on. Uh, yeah, while while yeah. it was fermenting or something now, like that. Now I knew I I suspected that might be blackened only because there was a little bit uh, taken out of yes, it. Yes, and our right. business partner Craig was here recently, who longtime Metallica fan. He had to try. He some. tried it. I was also thought it was a good test of whether or not there was poison in there, because <laughs> he lived. Um, okay. Okay. So, blackened. Interesting. So B is Horse Soldier Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Okay, who? What do we know about horse soldier? I don't know anything about horse, horse soldier. Wow. Okay, horse soldier. Horse soldier. But there are. I know that there are three or four samples of different expressions of horse soldier in this. Oh, interesting. Batch that Larry so, which sent. was this? The Kentucky straight Just bourbon. The Kentucky straight bourbon. Okay. Yeah. So, it follows the rules um, of bourbon. That was kind of our honey tea. That yeah. was pretty good. Okay. Uh, not. 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 Yeah. Too crazy. Yeah. Nothing. Um, What's the proof on it? Nothing? We don't know? Uh, we don't know the proof okay. on it. We'll find out later. Sure. Uh, hey, if you know any information about these that we're talking about today, feel free to give us a shout. Yeah, and let uh, us know if you like it or don't like it. Fans, yeah. not fans. We want your opinions just as much as ours. All right. Okay. Charlie, C. So C, uh, this is that one we got a little spicy. It is Old Fourth Distillery, Bottled and Bond. Oh, interesting. Uh, again, a distillery I don't know about, um, but the bottle and bond is interesting. Yeah. So that one's 100 proof. We got a little yeah. more kick uh, in, yeah. in the in the, the whiskey. And I, was I, I was I was into that. Yeah. After yes. I'm going to dig in a little more into what they got going on. Yeah. So, so far, I'm, I'm a fan of, of the blackened. It's is pretty good. Yeah. Um, none of these blew me out of the water, to be no. honest. No. I was glad to taste the rye in the old fourth distillery yeah that was good. uh just because it was something exciting yeah, there was a flavor the coming through yeah all right d oh d this is uh i feel bad yeah sorry d i apologize I'm if sure i someone likes it my initial ah okay this is interesting so this is the peg leg porter it's a 12 year 93 proof okay and um, it's made from a porter or in a porter I'm, bottle i that would be or a my, beer a beer i mean that would be my guess that it's it's uh base is a porter you know, it's, and which makes that vanilla, uh, that, uh, like buttery creaminess. Okay, so I just sipped it. I finished it. Yeah. Not knowing that it came from that, my experience is a little bit better. Don't necessarily think I like it, but I get it now. And I'm I not think, so freaked out by it. And I think that's why blind taste testing is interesting. Yeah. But I think story as a human being matters so much. And yeah. when you go to a distillery and they tell you the story, they tell yeah. you why that it makes that that whiskey better. Yeah. And that's okay and that should be that should be. Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, a, a food with a story is yeah. better than food without a story. Yep. I think yeah, uh, I mean, we absolutely. I mean, a table with an origin is better than a table without yeah, an origin. Yeah, a brand new uh, So story matters for a okay. lot of things. Wow, interesting. So just to run through the lineup, we got the Blackened 90 Proof, the Horse Soldier Kentucky Straight Bourbon, the Old Fourth Distillery Bottle and Bond, and the Peg Peg Leg Porter 12-Year 93 Proof. Favorites? Least favorites? You want to rank them? Uh, I would say that I liked number C. Number C. Number C. Uh, fourth, uh, old Fourth Distillery because I like the rye and I like rye. Mm -hmm. I would go Blackened after that. That was an A. And then I would guess I would go Horse Soldier... Although I didn't particularly like it. And then uh, Peg Leg Porter, I got to say, knowing what it was, I'm interested. 
uh, now, which yeah. is really weird. Well, it being uh, 12 years really intrigues me. If, yeah. If I'm reading this correctly, I would these be, are handwritten. If letters. I were interested in doing something crazy and wild and out there, I'd be pretty excited about the way that turned out. It was shocking to my taste buds <laughs> yeah. in this particular lineup. I will say that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I would have the the pretty much the same lineup. Um, you said, except maybe I like the black in better because I do like the the things that lean towards a true bourbon more yeah, so. Sure, I like the sweeter things. I mm-hmm. do like rye every once in a while, and like it was a nice note in there that was different from the other three. Yeah. Um, but I think as far as like ease of, uh, when I think of drinking whiskey, I think of ease of drinking. Yeah. Cause I do want it to be easy. I'm yeah. not always looking to be challenged. Yeah. Um, I just want it to taste really good. And I think that's blackened is a, is, would be a crowd pleaser. Like a lot of people would like that. It's yeah. very easy to drink. It's yeah. very tasty. And that makes sense. A, a large corporate rock and roll band like Metallica. Yeah. Doesn't want to go too far off course. They want something that a lot of people are going to like. Yeah. Plain and simple. Just, well, just like their music. Just like their music. Aye. I don't know. Uh, I don't, you've never heard a Metallica song in a day Are in your they life. famous or? Uh, yeah. They're big important. Uh, they band. were, I think they were, uh, I think their biggest song uh, was called Napster. Um, yeah. So that concludes uh, what will be the first round of our uh, four flight, four sample flight taste testing experience uh courtesy of longtime listener larry who sent us some samples this is fun i'm glad we did this yeah thanks larry we appreciate it it's um it's, it's super cool it's fun and exciting i'm glad we're doing blind taste testings with them i think it's I think nice it's to not to approach it yeah it's nice not to know what these are not to know their story uh to discover something yeah because i feel like there's so much bias when we look at a bottle and we know a brand oh my god just from the font alone i'm making yeah. i'm making decisions about how i feel about it yeah and I, i'm i'm and i'm sure we'll talk more about this into a full episode but i did want to ask you one thing about the kentucky bourbon festival before we end this yeah go for it did you have a favorite uh tasting at the kentucky oh man <sighs> that's just the one. problem top of the top of the I, noggin I, I don't know. I think that if I were to be completely honest with you, the one that's most memorable to me was we tasted a blue corn whiskey. That was memorable. I don't know that I particularly like mm, it. That was from Bluegrass Distillery. Uh, but I don't particularly dislike it either. It was really interesting. It stuck out in my head. Uh, we also, a lot of, a lot of people, in the, at least in the craft space, are doing finishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are doing it better than others. Some are covering up cheap or, or young whiskey, and some are just doing it because it's fucking cool. And good. Um, so there's some. I had some good stuff there, and honestly, I think we did what Michter's ten year. It's good, yeah. Yeah, Mictor's up in the VIP section because we're VIP kind of people. <laughs> uh, very important people, people. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I got lost in the sauce a little bit that I, weekend. I really liked the. Um I'm going to butcher their name, but the Luca Mariano. Yeah. I thought that was really good. That was a surprise hit because dad went into it saying he wasn't so sure about it or the He had heard that. He had heard from the people on the internet it wasn't that great. And frankly, A, the dude was really nice. The distiller. Really nice guy, yeah. uh, From Michigan originally. And we're going to always support our Midwest comrades. It was was good. But it was good. I enjoyed it. And I have their maple syrup at home and I'm enjoying that as well. 
Well, all right. I think that uh, concludes this episode. It was really fun. And again, thanks, Larry. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. This is the Bourbon Library After Hours. I'm Ryan. And I'm Alec. And to drink is to live. Cheers, friends. Cheers. All right. So I just want to add a little note to the end of this episode. We did a little research. It's actually called the Peg Leg Porker. We just called it the Peg Leg Porter. We thought it was made from a beer. It looks as though it's been sourced, actually, probably from Dickel. So, yeah, just wanted to make a little correction there. It is the Peg Leg Porker. It's a sourced whiskey. The uh, distiller of the brand is uh, led by a well-known barbecue person. So, wild tasting. Truly wild tasting. All right. Thanks. Cheers. That was After Hours. Thanks for listening. Did you like what you heard? Join us at the Bourbon Library for more. And remember to rate, review, and share our show with friends. It's more fun drinking together. All right, until next time. Cheers.